Hi everyone, it's Mason from Mason's Network. I wanted to talk to you guys about upholstery cleaning and some of the fine details that I really think uh, make you successful and separate you from the rest. So a lot of guys don't like doing upholstery. It's very tedious and time consuming. You have to know your fabrics and take your time. What I found out about upholstery, if you make your life easier, A, it's not as hard, and if you educate yourself and do a lot more details. I've been taking a lot of classes with Bill Yanin. Uh, we're actually teaching a class today together. And it's real exciting to watch him, his passion plus his knowledge. So there was some stuff I learned from him. And I wanted to express it and kind of show you guys and well actually tell you guys and vision it. So let's get this thing going. So on upholstery cleaning it's it's a really easy sale because a lot of people aren't marketing that. People are marketing carpet and, and tile and water damage, but I don't really see a lot of people advertising upholstery. They do diversify and add it on as a service, but I don't really see them really chasing it. Uh, a lot of churches have pews, movie theaters have seats, but I, I'm really more talking about uh, the restaurant, on a high-rise hotel, also the homeowners. Uh, so let's go over this a little bit. So when I when I approach a homeowner and they're okay with me doing their upholstery, it's the details that you have to do. You you underpromise and overperform. When you go into that home and you already done your test and you color fast test, I like color testing the fabric for the colors on the back of the upholstery. And, you know, after a while, we kind of get, hey, we kind of know it. But then that could also be dangerous, too. But after you do all that, and a lot of this, these, these little things are details that will cause you less grief later. A lot of fabric will confuse you. You'll think it's one thing and it's another. So upholstery is all over the board. But what I found out that really works for me is I like putting a tarp down. Uh, I saw one guy would lift up the couch on five-gallon buckets. Uh, I've never done that one, but I like putting a tarp down in front of the couch. Then I bring in a Rubbermaid folding table, um, Target, Walmart, any of those little folding tables that you could keep collapse in your car. Not a card table, that's too big, but like a, like a two foot by four foot Rubbermaid. And I set that up in front of it. I actually learned this from Doug. And I would set it up in front of it and then I would put the cushions on that. So instead of me being on my hands and knees and bending over with my back, I have a, a surface that's my height that I could start working and cleaning. So that's another one of those details. Also, I like the right upholstery tool. Now with, with upholstery, I did not find that a truck mount is that much more needed. A portable would be fine for a upholstery and sometimes a portable might even clean better because you can put in the rinsing agent all your boosters and different things in there. So I found out that was really nice. Uh, the, so when, when I'm starting cleaning this, I like the proper tool. The two tools that have come to mind right now is the Sapphire. That one's really nice, Upholstery Pro. They have a new Clearhead one that's kind of nice that you can kind of see that water's flowing through it. The Drymaster 3, uh, really, really cool one you could turn and adjust the flow right at your fingertip the sapphire one has also a flow thing at the at the bottom 
I think it's a 10 foot uh, vacuum and a poultry internal hose. They're both internal hoses. So you don't have that solution hose. Typically it's blue. Some people have orange and green, but typically that blue dragging across the poultry. So I really find out that those are the ones for me. I really like it. I did see someone do some fine details on uh, urine damage where they used a water claw and saturated. Bill one time, and Dave actually, both of them, we did a upholstery class together and they put it in a black bag and they put a upholstery uh, deodorizer in there and sucked it out with a vacuum. Another fine way to sell the upholstery I found is put a white towel on the end of your vacuum and start vacuuming the upholstery and then that towel, that circle of the vacuum will turn black. So when you're cleaning this upholstery, a lot of this upholstery has a tubing on the edge. So that pipe tubing around the side, inside that is cardboard. So you want to make sure you get a dry towel and clean that piping with a towel. And I'm just kind of going over some of it. I'm going to get Bill Yadin to do a better version of this because he really understands it a lot better than I do. I, I'm good enough to be dangerous. So that those are some of those. Microfiber, I had a customer, Ryan, a good friend of mine. He cleaned, a, well, his guys cleaned a couch and wrecked it, put streaks and everything in there. So I educated him and told him a few things he should do, and he went out there and saved the couch. Uh, now today we're best friends, right? So this is some of the fine details that I look at. Zippers, that's a real important one that I make sure it's dry and I don't come across that zipper and rip it or wreck my upholstery tool. Years ago, we used to have these hydrokinetic tool and they were aluminum. The glide area was aluminum or the surface area where you clean. And a lot of times it would catch burrs, so we'd always make sure it, it was safe. Same with these plastic ones or Teflon ones. You want to make sure you check them all the time because you don't want to wreck an upholstery tool. And too much heat and too much vacuum could be a bad thing too. So I like them with a vacuum brake. And I know for a fact that the Sapphire has a vacuum brake. I really like that. You can release some of the vacuum so you could still clean and it's not sucking the silk or the Ryan too much. So there's a lot, and, and when you go into upholstery, it doesn't stop there. It goes into mattresses and also oriental rugs and stuff. So fine fabrics is really an area I really like. It's a lot of areas that people aren't going after, but this is something, um, when you, when you pre-inspect, make sure there's no holes. A lot of times that arms areas and stuff will have a hole. So you want to do, and then when you clean it, you want to make sure if you think you got the carpet wet or the wood floor, you want to make sure you leave it on blocks. So this is a lot of the fine details. I would definitely consider looking into it. I would take a upholstery class. There's a lot of great instructors out there. I've taken uh, two or three of them. I've taken Sean's, Doug's, and Bill's, and years ago, Joey and everyone. So this is, uh, I, and I learned from all of them. They all teach the same book, basically, but they all teach you something extra. So it was really good for me. But I just wanted to get that out there and let you guys know about upholstery, the fine details. And it's, it goes into all the services. But let's just do this one, and let's look at this. This is a very good one. My next one is going to be a general manager or a manager of your company and their duties and what they should do. So I'm real excited about the next one. I'm going to be posting real soon. I'm going to try to get it out within a week. 
but having a lot of fun here. I'm up early. I have to go and teach. So you guys have a great one. Mason on the air, signing out.